I want to do the next step to t- like smack talking in games. I want to do what Wendy's did. I want to hire a comedian to use my gamer tag and just do nothing but find games that are super toxic and just talk crap oh, man. and just get this like crazy reputation. That would be awesome. Do you know how quickly your account would get banned for that though? No, I'd have I'd make sure that he was like I- I'm paying him for good clean burns and so- I-, I-, I like kind of like the Wendy's Twitter where it's all really good stuff and just completely call out just the, the best people and just trash them, knowing that I'm completely trash at the game and just just keep throwing it until it just enrages everybody. Welcome to the Couch Trolls Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Das Bruce. How you doing, man? Not too bad. How about yourself? Doing pretty good, sir. Dude, it's Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm living it up right now. I'm like on an ultra high. So you say it's Friday and then this post usually on Wednesday. Our, well, our last one got delayed. So, I mean... Let's everyone. Let's just make them think it's always Friday. Every time they listen to a post, they'll think it's Friday. Just, that, that, it's good, go. it, it makes their be day like, better. Oh, we record on a Friday, and they'll be like, "Yeah, bro, Friday." And then they're like, oh, "Oh man, it's Wednesday. It's like the worst day of the week." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're, we give you we give you the end of the week at the mid of the week. Welcome to the couch trolls. Yeah, extreme. <laughs> but dude, games <laughs> living it high still. I. I'm, it's hard to explain that like right now there's so much news about games coming out that I'm just like I'm super deep into games. How many different things do you like subscribe to? Like do you are you getting notifications about like when cuz I know that you like lock into all these companies like are you just constantly just like bring 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 on like all the notifications? So I've kind of weaned back a little bit on like what I what I'm actually looking at for information because I found that certain ones become more and more biased. Like Kotaku, I kind of walked away from them a little bit. I they got a little too social justice. Like mm-hmm. they kind of stepped a little bit more into like the political realm, and they, like they talk about like game unions unionization a lot. And so I kind of backed away from them, and I I've really focused stuff that they're like really on top of like what's going on with the comp the developers. That, yeah. That's what I want to know. Like um, right now, I uh, game industry uh, game industry dot biz. Okay. I think that's one of the bigger ones I've been using. If it's a dot biz, it's something I've never visited in my entire life. Yep, but they happen to be like the most like factually accurate site. I think it's all like freelance people that all work together to kind of create this like really cool community. I got to show it to you. Okay. But you'll see once in a while like IGN will actually, they'll source them. Okay. Or they'll go on there because they like to talk about like, they'll talk to like the big studio heads and they'll get some really good work in there. And they also like to talk about the business side a little bit more. Like they'll talk about shareholder prices. They'll talk. So they get in that, that business niche that I like about video games. But outside of them, like I'll still go for just like basic stuff. Game Informer kind of catch it, keeps you kind of caught up on the most like recent stuff. I feel like magazines should still like exist for some reason because you realize like those magazines back then were like way thick and you're like, okay, you're getting reviews, you're getting articles, uh, and then also the advertisements were usually for a game too. So it's like nothing but game stuff. The thing that bothered me about that though is ever since the internet, obviously, it's become, oh, here's your Game Informer magazine. Well, this is like 15 days old news at this point. Like the stuff they're showing me, the, the internet that stuff's totally coming out. Ex- because sometimes even when Game Informer gets it, a lot of other people are also getting it. And sometimes even like YouTube people are getting it. So by the time I see it, it's I get, all I over get the a, internet. And I'm like, oh, this is old news. I, I knew about this for two weeks now. I get a good chunk of news from uh, YouTube and stuff. And I mean, with stuff leaking, people immediately just go to post online too. Like the last episode we talked about, uh, uh, 
not I wanted to say Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. No. Uh the other EA title, uh Warzone. There you go. Warzone got leaked. <laughs> you're looking at me, you're like, you better say it. You better say it or oh, I was, I was, you. And, and what the sad thing is it's not actually by EA, it's Activision. Is it you Activision? piece of crap? No, it's not. Oh, it is. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. This is why I hate you. I'm just giving you crap. Sure you are. But nevertheless. <laughs> so um, as far as uh, besides the news, I've actually been playing a game called Minecraft Dungeon. Um, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you think. What do you think of when you hear Minecraft? I think of uh, was it Notch? I think was the dude's name. Yep. Made a game work. His company was, I think, Mojang. Right? Yep, Mojang. Okay, I'm trying to. Who is now owned by Microsoft? Thing. Yep, they got bought out by Microsoft, which is weird because when they got bought out by Microsoft, I didn't think that they would still release a bunch of games on different systems because they had like a Wii U version. I think. I think there's a Switch version. There's a well, PlayStation. Three version, PS4 you, version. You say that, but then the smart business look at it is they own my child right now. My son loves it. Minecraft, pajamas, t-shirts, books. He's reading novels about Minecraft. I mean, and Max Brooks, the guy that did World War Z. Yeah, I have even, his books. Well, he even did a Minecraft book. Yeah, so Minecraft is literally everything now, and I don't. He think also it, did Zombie Survival Guide. That was good, and he's the son of. Freaking Mel Brooks, did you know that? I didn't know that part, but ninety so, percent certain on that. Watch me get it wrong, but no, I'm pretty sure they're gonna come after us because of you. That's eh, fine, whatever. But Minecraft is, I think, without having that ecosystem of coming from every platform because they're on phones, tablets, they're yeah. everywhere. I think that's the only way to guarantee every kid gets the exposure to it. So they're, I think they're thinking more universally, like they just want it out there. So instead of consolidating down being like, whoa, it's not on all these systems anymore, just leaving it out in the atmosphere that it is kind of creates enough buzz where you can go and sell merchandise and everything. And to be fair, I'm pretty sure they make more money on t-shirts and licensing than they do on the game anyways. Because obviously they could just be like, oh, this is Minecraft 2 Series X exclusive. And they would just crush. Oh, yeah. But the problem is crushing on the Series X would make significantly less money than Lego Minecraft or Telltale Oh, yeah. Minecraft. Telltale did the story mode thing yep, story or whatever, mode, yep. which so, I don't understand. My, is this like an offshoot like that then? Or? So what they did for, just for that Telltale game in particular, they went ahead and just made, they're like, oh, we're just going to create a narrative within the world of Minecraft. And they did. But is that what kids already do with Minecraft? Basically, instead of having a kid's imagination, they just realized it and put it into a more of a TV show narrative. Okay. So uh, Minecraft is everything, and this is just another example of them really spreading the Minecraft brand. So is this not building then? Is this a narrative? What is what is dungeons? So Minecraft dungeon is literally a dungeon crawler that is in the Minecraft um, skin. It's okay. probably the best way to play it. Because it, it's really, it plays as a Diablo game. Where okay, it's an like over D&D the top. Heroes. Yep. That was a good game. So you have an over the top where you kind of look down at them and you, it's about all blocks. You know, they have that aesthetic that's very much Minecraft aesthetic. And you have up to four players. We personally, we bought it on the Switch because it's the oh, easiest to have the Oh, you can break the, the controllers. Into, yep, okay. And you can use the little Joy-Cons, which I, I like to find games that do that because you always have two-player, basically, with a Switch. That was one of the selling yeah. points for the Switch for me. So, uh, naturally, we have four Joy-Cons, so we can play four-player very easily. And the game is its really great. It, it doesn't try to do anything special, but at the same time, 
it kind of has all the core mechanics that make a good dungeon crawler. Okay, so it takes a little bit of like, okay, what's been the last 20 years of dungeon crawlers? Let's try to at least hit the base average to provide a decent quality game. Yep, and then like for my for my son that's obsessed with it, he's like, oh, there's this monster. Like he he identifies his love to the game with the things that are in the because game. he knows the lore of Minecraft. And, and I'm like, that's a big white square thing coming at me. <laughs> I, I literally play like the old guy when I'm looking at this. How come I can't kill this ghost? No, Dad, that's a skeleton. No, it's a ghast. I don't know Get what it that right. is. Okay, <laughs> a ghastly. Oh. What Pokemon is that? Right. But no, so I'm, and it's funny because I'm actually, I found a way to connect with him through this game because he, he's always like a proud gamer and the fact that like he's obsessed with Minecraft. So he like knows everything and he'll just start yelling stuff at me. Like he's so excited about it. And I have just no idea what he's talking about. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really into games. I really should have some kind of like background with Minecraft. But my background was playing the demo when it first came on like Xbox 360. And I'm like, oh, there's no story. This is stupid. And my eyes hurt from looking at it. And I just walk away from it. And now they're like 4K textures for all you old folks. Also, there's an end game that you can get to. Yeah. They added all the stuff. They're like, that- we, we're going to put a final boss in this game just to make you feel like this <laughs> actually has an end. That way you can complete something. I mean, dude, think about that, though. I mean, how long was that in technically like early access? He sold that, not sold that when that was still like uh beta right honestly i I have no idea what stage it was at because it was also in different stages based on where you played it oh yeah so pc was obviously much larger they coming from pc it was already a much bigger ecosystem by having that console has kind of having their own like starts like they get random patches but oh they're like we're gonna add a little more water to the game it's like they have like these really minor patches but they just didn't get any so it seemed like a big deal And I wouldn't be shocked that even now Xbox has their own exclusive DLC that probably comes to their crossplay stuff too. I think they have like Mario stuff for the Switch stuff. Yep. The the Wii U actually is another version of of Minecraft that I have, and they actually have a Minecraft world that is skinned in all Nintendo. That's kind of cool. So you got your like question mark blocks and just the music, all of it, and it's it's a really smart way for them to kind of infuse themselves and different kids is like other games that they like while keeping them in the minecraft world. do you like the fact that because there is a general gameplay that you enjoy those dungeon crawlers and then having your kid enjoy that world you can now be like ah oh, me and my son are gonna play this and kind of like bond more and then maybe you can be like in a couple years when you get older i'm gonna show you what diablo is so the ultimate thing for being a dad right you run into the he's like really into the game he's Hey dad, I need help beating this. Oh, okay. It's like, yes. Here's my in. I'm like, now I have to be the best at this. I, I need him to aspire to be like me at this game. Nice. See? And I'm like, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm dying a bunch. I'm like, but if he doesn't see me do all that, he'll only see me like beat levels. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you got that. Nice. And I'll have like a weapon. He's like, oh, that's the coolest weapon. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. It's you get to like, be a hero though. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, and it's the fun part about it. And that that was really the reason I got into the game. What have you been playing? Uh, actually, I jumped back on Rainbow Six Siege pretty hardcore. You're such an addict. You know, I do. I do get addicted to it, man. Like, I've. <sighs> what is it? What is it about that game that really? Because I, I dabbled, kind of like how you try to dabble in my games. I dabbled in your mm-hmm. game. What is it that keeps you back at that game for so long? They they added uh, some new operators recently. So like the fact that it changes the dynam- dynamic of it. What I really like about this though, because I was a huge Overwatch guy for the longest time too. You definitely were. And I, the problem with Overwatch is that they change the characters too much to the point where I can't play my characters in the style that I want to. The weird thing about Rainbow Six is that while they're adding new characters, they're not 
altering the way that they interact. So like Overwatch, new character comes out, everybody gets the character. So everybody can play it. Siege, new character comes out, you got to earn credits to get the new character, which, you know, I want to earn credits and get new characters. But at the same time, it's like, I don't feel like I'm necessarily at a disadvantage when a new character comes out either. But I can see how that dynamically can change the game without necessarily like affecting me personally because I've picked which operators I want to play with. So when you do that, does it when they come out with a new character, do they end up nerfing any of the older characters? Like do they start kind of adjusting them to kind they of tailor will to make the new one? Slight tweaks, but they've never done anything super detrimental. A lot of what they do is they'll take away scopes and a lot of people So gun so modifications. Gun modifications. But the gun modifications, it's like the rate of fire, the uh shot pattern. Like there's a lot of stuff that the hardcore people are going to notice and that's what really drives that like professional slash like pro community. But when I'm on there, I just usually play casual and it's just, I want to go, what is the scenario? How is the best way to approach this? And then I try to blend my character. I essentially run a support character on there, but I like to go in and be like, let's accomplish this as a team. Unfortunately, it gets super toxic sometimes. Yeah. So story. First time I played it with you, actually. I'm level one. I'm rolling in with you. We're a party. We get in there. We start to play. And suddenly you got booted from the map because you you like, you like accidentally shot somebody because they walked in front of your shot or something. Oh, yeah. You saw and, that, and, too. And, yep, and then, you saw that was their fault. And yeah, but they kicked you off. Yep. And then I'm sitting here level one. I'm like just trying to hold my own. I'm like, I'm, I'm asking you how to run, how to shoot. I'm like asking you all the basic stuff, but they haven't kicked me out. And yeah. then... And then they both die and it's like, it's just me left. And I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> the problem with that is the community for how they play is really bad. But I do know that like they are working at a better there. I know that since they're like one of the main esports type games and so is Overwatch, they yep. are actually communicating. The companies are talking to each other to be like Ubisoft to be more particular. Yes. Uh, they're trying, well, Ubisoft and then I think, uh, Activision Blizzard, Yep. you know, oh, bring yeah. that up again. Oh yeah. But you know, Activision Blizzard also for Warzone, which again, what, you know, I knew you were going to give me crap for that. So I'm like, here, let me redeem myself for a second. But they're all actually communicating and being like, Hey, look, we can all put out our own games, but we need to figure out how to manage this online thing. Cause a single player experience, you can always tailor to a certain way. And then since you can't count for how people are going to play online, that gets to be a huge problem because you can't anticipate if people are actually trying to play according to the rules or if they're just going off and doing their own thing. I remember, oh, dude, I was playing, uh, I remember a lot of this happened in, you remember when we were playing Left 4 Dead 2 a lot? Yeah. So Left 4 Dead 2, man, I love that game, something fierce, and I would like try to find a good crew to run with but you'd always have problems with certain people online where you get that one guy that's like on there and he was like because that game's kind of short it's you know bite size it, it was five it was what four or five maps yeah. at, the, at the, the core game it was four or five maps and then you know each map was about five to ten minutes so i mean you clear something in about an hour it was it was fun to just sit down and you could bust out but it gets less fun when you're like okay someone is not covering me because they're like oh dude i gotta i gotta headshot this hunter while he's jumping in the air and it's like why and it's like oh, achievements and it's like dude and then secretly over here i'm raising my hand yeah that was probably me yeah i'm uh i i can just go ahead and admit it now i i like trophies i like achievements and 
Sometimes I even like the badges. I don't, okay, I don't mind them to a certain degree, but I feel like, I feel like they, they kind of changed purpose of what they were supposed to be over time. Like, absolutely. I mean, well, you even mentioned, so like Ubisoft, they have like, right now you can play, you play. I, I actually will do some of the like side missions because they'll usually do them in training scenarios, but I can earn extra credits to buy operators. So like I'll go on and do that, but that's something that I can do outside of a lot of the online stuff. So I'm not affecting people when yep. I do that. So just for everyone, for everyone's sake, you play is basically a Ubisoft type store where as you actually earn trophies or achievements in most cases, or meet certain parameters within a game, like getting to a certain point in a in a story or something, you unlock like Ubi, you play points. These points can be redeemed by DLC or themes or maps or avatars. They have all sorts of non-essential items that you can background buy background stuff. Background stuff. That was actually how uh, the Microsoft Gamer Score thing started. Believe it or not, I don't know if you remember this. Not re- not really because it just never came to fruition. So I wasn't I was never sure if it was like a rumor or if it was actually something because Microsoft never got on E3 and said, "Hey, we're we're gonna have achievements and they're gonna do something." They did though. That was did their they? initial one. I will try to find that you for should, you. But I, I remember that because it was like, oh, because they were gonna make it where you can go and like, oh, I'm gonna make skateboard skins for Tony Hawk on the marketplace, and then you can use your gamer score to buy buy it for points, and then that was supposed to be an exchange. It was weird because like. Yeah, gamer score. The whole point behind gamer score originally, which I guess kind of started the whole achievements trophies thing. Yeah, they they were definitely the first because they were the first because they did it on 360 and then they did trophies on PS3. Yep, and then and they didn't even do that at launch. PS3 adapted it later in its system because I have a couple games for PS3 that don't even have them. Nice. Like I think Resistance One was the first game I played with trophies. Okay, but there were definitely games before that one. And then um. I don't think Nintendo does anything, do um, they? So Nintendo, as far as what I've played, the only game I know for a fact that they have something similar is Smash Brothers. And they've okay. even had it kind of before achievements existed because I, I believe what Melee had, where if you, oh, you beat, you beat 25 people on this level, you unlock a sticker or something, right? They had like different categories. Yeah, but or that events. doesn't show anything online. No, what I mean it, it's like yeah, the but, online but presence that, that for your like, profile. Nintendo's to boast. done it historically just by doing in in game style like a trophies or achievements where it's like oh you can go here and see what all the like a, achievements you have essentially reached in within Smash Brothers and they have they kind of carried that over into the newer games as yeah, well. Yeah, because then you unlock like trophies and you have your trophy room and everything. Because they have gallery. like oh you beat the event on hard. You unlock something, and it was always kind of it had the feeling of it without actually. Here's your gamer score posted you're, online. You're and cooler now. Yeah, well, I I know that that was like supposed to be meant as a status symbol. Well, it's supposed to be a currency first, which is kind of interesting because you yep. know there was stuff that was like they always I always hated those ones that were like, oh, you died fifty times. Here's one gamer score. Uh. Yeah, and I mean honestly, I think even though Xbox may have thought of doing that at the start as a more of a currency, I don't think PlayStation ever had that means for that because no. when they started theirs, they're like instead of you getting like certain credit score or certain gamer score, they're like you level up. Right? So as you earn trophies, you have each trophy, each type of trophy has a point association to it. And as you oh, get on more, your actual profile, like, on your online. profile. So yeah, I got like, emailed about that. I think one day and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like I had a guy like randomly, I was playing uh world war Z with him, and he's like, oh, nice. You're level 24. I had no idea what he's talking about. I'm like, I'm like level hundred in this game. Why would you say I'm level 24? 
And then I thought about it and it's like, yeah, he was talking about my trophy score. He, the dude between games actually looked at my trophies on what trophies I had for World War Z. That's funny. And it was, it, it was funny because it's like, you don't really know who's out there and what they like about games. But for me personally, I'm a huge advocate of these because they really extend the games for me. So I think that was the original idea then passed, like, because Microsoft did the gamer score yep. and the you know, that whole system. And then once you got past the gamer score, because gamer score was tied into achievements, those achievements were initially meant as you've beaten the game. Here's something a little extra to keep you going. And I see that working very well in single player games. That is a great thing for single player games. Cause you're like, Oh man, cool. I wonder if I can go like murder 800 imps in this village on, I don't know, Witcher. Is that a thing? Nah. Are there imps in Witcher? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but That's your game. I was going with single-player so game. I, I mean, you know. when you think about Xbox, the real spot, like you mentioned, Left 4 Dead. I, I honestly feel like one of the best like early trophy things for Left 4 Dead was the Noam Chomsky. Oh, the Noam Chomsky I, thing was I remember fun. doing it with you that several ex- times. So that extended. Why, don't you, why don't you tell everyone about this one? Okay, so for anyone who hasn't played that or, I mean, they really haven't. I mean, let's just assume everyone's played Left 4 Dead, but anyone that doesn't know this particular trophy. If you've played Left 4 Dead 2, I'm sure everyone does because it's so well known. So like Noam Chomsky, first of all, the name is derived of like this like current like philosophy guy, English professor person guy. Look him up. I'm sure there's an inside joke. We just don't know. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's like Valve's like big, smart, fancy guy. Ah, joke. Let's let's make him as a statue gnome. His name sounds like a gnome, so let's make a gnome. But they had, I think it was Dark Carnival with the level. Dark Carnival. So in Left 4 Dead 2, there was an achievement. It was super hard to get, but it made a whole different style of gameplay out of it because you would play a shooting gallery game in one part of the carnival at like, I think it was level one, one while being at, yep. It was one, one, one while being attacked by zombies. You you weren't, you weren't left alone. So the other three are defending off zombies while you're playing a carnival game. I'm trying to think of what campaign that would be. So it's technically like probably like two, one, but anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is you would go and you'd, you'd play the carnival level. And on the first, first stage of that, you would play the shooting gallery game and then they'd be like, congratulations, here's a gnome. And then you could pick this gnome up. You couldn't shoot with it. You would either throw it and or, you don't throw, you throw it like maybe three feet or you push, with you it. drop it or you could like knock zombies away with it, but there was no like lethal way to do it. So you'd have to drop it every time, but they had an achievement where if you took that thing from that first level all the way to the finale, where you get onto the helicopter with it, you would unlock an achievement. And it was kind of nice because it extended the gameplay and it's really hectic and hard. Cause you're like, you're playing a man down, basically. You're playing a man down, but also it's uh, what, uh, what was that? It's an escort mission, essentially. <laughs> it's a yep. non-crappy <laughs> escort mission. Yep, and, and it's frantic too because it, anyone that's played Left for Dead, those ending that finale. Oh yeah, man. When that you're tank like, comes oh, and man. all you have is a gnome in your hand, you're yeah. just running for your life. And then you're just hoping that the dude with the gnome, you're like, we have to get him on the helicopter first before he gets punched in the face by a tank. Yep, and you know, so stories like that are what to me make trophies kind of special or achievements. But for me personally, I I do play a lot of single player games. And what I find myself is either games that I want to extend the life on where I beat like final fantasy seven remake is actually a good example. So I beat the game. I got the majority of the trophies playing through one time, but then there was, Oh, let's get all nine dresses, which is in chapter nine of the game where cloud dresses up as different females. 
or in different female dresses. And then the other two girls in the game also have alternate costumes based on decisions you make. Well, I beat that game once and I'm like, oh, so I still need to get like six more dresses or whatever. Well, I beat the game again on hard. And let me tell you, getting the trophy for beating the final boss on hard, super satisfying. That was probably one of my favorite trophies to get just because it was hard. And when, it, when you get it, it just, it feels so good. See, now I feel like that works a lot easier in single player games because they can just kind of add something on and the multiplayer element i like i said i always get stuck with people that are just going for achievements so it doesn't really extend the life of the game because you're playing essentially the same thing online all the time but it makes it harder when people are doing that it's fun if you do it as a group together like if there's a group oh, yeah. effort, if you've got like a clan or a group that you play with frequently the gnome, then, oh yeah it's more the fun. gnome thing is a great thing of that because you are trying to do it together as also, a that, that's a co-op game though where you're you're not playing with people versus people either so that that pvp version of it is so much harder because i find myself in a lot of times i'll play games that have trophies i'll get all the single player ones like a call of duty i'll get all the single player ones and it's like the online ones it's like oh get 25 kills in one match and it's on the, like the hardest level i'm like oh, that's never happening you know i i gotta wonder what happens too because there's a uh, there's like dead achievements too oh yeah the ones that essentially expire because there's no server to play on them, so they don't just automatically give them to I'm you. I'm not even saying that. You're you're probably going with what Shadowrun then? Is this another dig at Shadowrun? Because you <laughs> it, it, always rip on me for Shadowrun on 360. <laughs> as easy it is. I'm not even first, talking. First one of the first games to have crossplay. Okay, show some respect. I'm not even going that far, but let's think even the 360. Since we recently played Gears, we played Gears that had 90 total people online in the world playing that game. Yeah, but you no, can play that on. You can play that on uh, what you call it on the. New Xbox. Yeah, okay. So. Well, not a good example then. But nevertheless, PvP, you get a game that's on the last generation, and it's like, oh, you need to kill 50 people, and it's like, well, I got to find 50 people to play this game. Oh, yeah, kill 50 it, people it, in an online match. Yeah, You're yeah, talking about those it, in yeah, online match yeah, things? the ones that are really restricted to making sure that there's participation by other people. What did you call them? Expired? I, I'd say they're either limited or expired trophies. Well, the one that I'm thinking of, though, is games as a service, because when... uh games change it alters it because okay oh, you remember yep. so like my thought went to overwatch uh <laughs> well you remember when mercy like her ultimate was a res and you could res anyone within a vicinity of you uh, okay so there was a res like three or four people at once and I, that was I an achievement <laughs> yeah congratulations <laughs> think about it since you can only res one person at a time because it's a button now instead of her oh. ult yeah. Oh, so that one's kind of. I, so I do wonder what, the, what happens then. Do they just give that to everybody? They're like, here's your participation award if no. you played before then. Or do they alter it where it's like, okay, this achievement unlocks if you've done this? Or do they change the achievement as a whole? Which then, if you already have the achievement, doesn't that mean that you didn't do what you needed to to earn the achievement and sometimes i i know developers try really hard and that's a that's a good casualty of of what games are now where they're kind of always the games changing as a service thing versus how they kind of started on the last generation where it was like oh it's just a game oh, maybe we'll add more to that game that's it like map packs and things you know like where the the real start of where they kind of expanded games but now they're ever changing so now you run into issues like that but i've had it even where it was like really like broken like I remember I was playing, I think it was Dragon Age. I put in Dragon Age, and as soon as it started, it gave me the trophy for beating the game. What? I had no other trophies but the one for beating the game on hard. And I was like, 
Did it, it just glitch out or it, something? Yeah, it just glitched out and gave me like the, the trophy. And then as I was playing the game, it wasn't giving me any trophies. Oh, you want to talk about not getting any trophies? <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. When we lived together, Army of Two, 40th day, 40th day the, the way better one, the superior one. The that superior. second yep, one in the I series agree. is hands down. You know what I noticed? That has a little cell shading to it, so it actually it aged does. pretty well. Yeah, it's got the comic book look. Yeah, it, it aged very oh, nicely. We can, we can talk all day about that game. Oh, but, man. So, I, I know what you're I know where you're Go going ahead. with this. Go ahead. You want to so throw it? You and I, we spend probably a solid week. We're like, we're going to beat this game on hard because we love the game. We do. It was and, the hardest mode, and we cleared and everything else. I was else. getting we you to our... get trophies, and you didn't even realize it because I was definitely banking some... You were farming me. I, 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 I was farming you for co-op. I, I get it. Because that game's hard to do single player. Papers, you want to play some Paper, Scissors, Rock? We have to do it 10 times. Oh, I thought we were just <laughs> doing that because those elevators took loading time. See, I got you to believe that. Yeah, it worked out great. Same fine. with Portal 2. I tricked you. Oh, trophies. you know, yeah, that's the thing, man. I can't get a bunch of trophies <laughs> from that Portal 2 now. So, Army of Two, 40th Day, we we bust our butts getting through that game. I mean, we, and then we really struggled. That last... We paid for the DLC on we that, even too. Paid, yeah, I mean, we were totally in on this game, and then we get to the very end, and it probably took us a day to beat that final stair set. Remember? Oh, it, man. It was so hard. Yeah, because they'd send stuff down. We were doing call-outs, super tactical. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, we, such a we good were game. playing the game in its prime as far as like we were calling each other. Hey, you get all the attention. I'll sneak up here. I'll get that the game attention. had that brilliant uh, system where yep. you, one person would like light on fire and they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. When you pop out with a diamond encrusted rocket launcher and everyone's like, hey, that guy's got a rocket launcher. We should focus on him. And then yep. while you do that, I would just quickly run up and just be like. One hit shank, everyone in the back, just to put them down and, quick. And I just remember, we finally beat the game after maybe taking like a day break from it. And then we beat it and didn't get the trophy I was for it. so pissed And about it was that. like, and, and you don't even like trophies. Like trophies mean no, nothing to you. But, but here's the, the thing. You, you achieved we, something and we you didn't get it. We achieved it and we didn't get the award for it. Is that is that like a thing? Is that a knack at our uh, generation with us being like the participation <laughs> generation? It's all like I want to be recognized job. for yeah. starting the game on hard mode. It's <laughs> that This is the game that teaches you about life. It's like, hey, if you beat this on the hardest difficulty, we'll tell you a good job. And then it's the neglectful father that's just like, I'm sorry, I didn't see anything. I I think it was like Dark Souls 2. It's like, oh, trophy is like just getting started. It was like five minutes and it just kind of like gave you a trophy for like getting to like a certain point. Yeah. And then you don't get another trophy until you beat one of their hard bosses. And it's like, yeah, here's one for this is like your participant. This is we're going to give you this just hoping you want more. We're, I, we're trying always, to lure you in with some candy. Here. I always hated that when it's like anytime you turn on a game, it's like, oh, you started your journey. And it's like, dude, at least let me get through a tutorial before you hit me with like an achievement. I remember, I think it was like last year, I was kind of bored on games, so I did the thing that you should never do. I, I think I joined like a trophy hunter like Facebook group where people get together to try to earn trophies. Like that, That's you, fair though. You say that, but people are crazy about them. There are groups of people, like they, they go into like the PSN store or Xbox store and they look for the games that have the easiest trophies and they buy it. Like there's one that's called I am Mayo or something, and you just it's like you just tap X like a thousand times and you you get like a platinum and like fifty six trophies, and it costs like two dollars, and it's literally the worst game ever, but it gives you a ton of trophies, so everyone on this, in this group is buying it just to get trophies, and it and it seems so stupid. That might be like that's kind of like a weird like subculture. Of well, that's like what I mean. And I didn't realize how bad it was though until I joined this. Like everyone in the group was like, "Oh, are you are you, are you level twenty five yet?" 
Oh, well, this we, we only play this game with like level 25s and ups. Like one of their prerequisites hey. is like, you can't join our club until you've gotten platinum and I am Mayo. <laughs> right. Is it really called and I am Mayo? I think so. That's the bad part. Did you ever and, play I am Bread? And there's another one. That was a fun and game. I might be mixing the two that was of those a up. Fun physics game. But nevertheless, like, and then there's this like status that comes with, like, like I told you, that guy that like looked at my trophies. And I think he was actually looking at to see which ones he could help me with. Like where we could actually kind of oh, okay. co-op into something. So he's like, oh, you need this one. I'll help you do this one. I will say that that's another fun aspect of it, though, too. It's like, even though I've already gotten the trophy for like the Noam Chomsky, I know that you wanted it. And I'm like, yeah, that's just a fun additional way to play that game. So like, I don't mind doing that with you. Like we even did like the achievement run for that after we beat it a couple times because it's just a fun kind of new way to play the game, too. And I wish I wish games kind of did that more with the. Uh, was it like the guns akimbo was another one on there yep. where it was pistols only i think yep and it's like okay well this adds a different dimension of how to play the game and because you're playing through the game differently it's fun to do with friends and it creates a whole different style almost and from my, all my experience with it i'd honestly say that developers there's a huge difference in how developers feel about those like you mentioned valve valve actually and the half-life had some fun ones with the gravity gun yep and then in Portal, they had like, oh, you have to beat this one in so many seconds or, oh, you have to find the secret shortcut here. Yep. Or there would be like oh, some of the co-op ones were like funny. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. I have well, to Steam, kill. Games, Steam games have achievements and everything, well, which I, is really nice. Yep. But because that kind of caters to the PC crowd then. But Valve in particular, though, on their games, they had some really fun. Like they they openly saw that as an opportunity to kind of expand how they did, how people played their games. But then you have like Square Enix and a lot of times they're like very much on the completionist side where they're like, did you fish 500 times in well, Final Fantasy 15? So here's a, here's one actually, almost, you were close. Ah. So I beat Final Fantasy 15, 100%. I did everything in that game. I looked, I was missing one trophy. It's like, oh, catch 20 fish or catch one of every fish. And I'm like, I beat everything in this game. I spent like 60, 70 hours in this game and I never fished once. And, and then uh, you got addicted to fishing. And then to, I got addicted to fishing. That was what led? That no, was the needle in your arm? No, the needle in my arm was probably Ocarina of Time. I really liked fishing in Ocarina of really? Time. I don't know why. I, I think still there, don't there understand some kind you. Of, some kind of feeling that you get from playing those games, I man. I still don't understand you in fishing games, man. Did you ever play like Super Black Bass on Super Nintendo? I've never played a legitimate fishing game. But you've always played mini games. Mini, if a game's it, got it, a mini game yeah, fishing, you're I'm in. telling you, Far Cry 5 had a great fishing game. <laughs> so weird. And Stardew Valley, the best. And although frustrating, probably the best one out of all of them. It's like the perfect RPG. Fishing. Is that what's going to get you into like Grand Theft Auto? Oh, when they dude, add they need golf fishing? story. They need to do fish story. Oh my god! Oh, that would be perfect. It 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 it'd build kill your it for own me. legs, set up a bass shop. You know, Gotta buy a fisherman. Boat. Yeah, buy and get then different come on, boats. And then we'll add a trophy. Need a bigger boat. There come on go. now. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that totally works that and way. So to kind of wrap it up, though, why do you think Nintendo doesn't do it? I, I kind of always wondered that. Like, why? What is Nintendo's problem? With I don't trophies? think it's a problem. I think it is a like family friendly thing because they don't really boost status. I mean, what's their current hit is what Animal Crossing, right? Yep. And there's no like there is a there's a ranking system to the islands, right? Yep, up to five stars. So there's so there's that. But outside of that, why not just have badges or whatever where you actually earn stuff and say, like, oh, you beat Animal Crossing. It's like, if I looked at your profile on Nintendo. Can you beat Animal Crossing? I only put the GameCube one. I, I think you can get to the point where you get like a concert or something and it's like, hey, oh, thumbs okay. up. You did good. You mean kind of like the, uh, was it Tony Hawk? 
uh, underground. Remember, he unlocked the Kiss concert on oh. that one level, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, sweet!" But no, just thinking, Nintendo I feel has dabbled into that with like Smash Brothers. But why not just pull it out and just make it a thing for their whole network? Make it a thing because I don't think that they have a very strong online profile situation either. So you can't really boast on your profile. I don't even know how I added you as a friend on Switch. I'll be honest. Like the uh, if you online, talk about the Wii and the Wii U. The <sighs> online for that is still a mystery, and I do think that who took over Nintendo after Reggie left was that Doug Bowser, right? It, it had to be Bowser. I, I mean, think who, it was Bowser. who else could take it? It's from him? hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious that that's that dude's name. But I'm pretty sure he had ties to the Dreamcast, if I remember correctly. He, he did have ties to say. I think it was Sega. And, I think and, it was the Dreamcast launch, and the Dreamcast I feel had a very good run at how to run online so i foresee him taking over actually nintendo kind of diversifying into the online as a community more but you also have to make sure that they go and they keep it family friendly and i think that's their biggest issue is safety of kids online and i would argue that they're never going to touch it because nintendo seems to not care to the point like mario kart come on splatoon was like the first time i actually was convinced that they cared about online they didn't. Well, Splatoon's like a bootleg esport too, though. It is, and so is Smash Brothers. I mean, Smash Brothers is a real esport, but they have a couple of those games that are prime Mario Kart, and it's like they could completely build an infrastructure just around those games, but they just choose not well, to. Once and they have an infrastructure for online in general as a service, I, I do. I, I pay twenty dollars a year for it. Yeah, but it's not very sound. You know what I mean? No, it, it's it's pretty terrible. Once once they build that out, I think that they'll be able to do it. But at the same time, keeping it safe because. I've only seen, I've only seen uh, a few things where it's been. I've seen maybe a few like pseudo lewd pictures on the uh, the the Wii U drawing thing that would oh, pop up on like Mario Maker. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a that was another thing where you could add a drawing, and I'm like, this is going to be really bad. But I think Nintendo is actually like we're going to put fellatio everywhere. <laughs> you would you would assume so. But I think a lot of like Nintendo users like the wholesomeness of it. And I think they probably just do a real good job of like policing their own community, which is why you'll never see like a really like you'll never see Rainbow Six uh, on uh, there. I, I, I'm sure they, some guys like, oh, I'm questioning your sexuality and I want to have relations with your mother. I, I do not doubt there's still offenders. I PG'd that yeah. for Nintendo. I guarantee there are still plenty of offenders that Nintendo's had some way of stopping. Oh, so. I guarantee you, but I feel like that they're definitely snubbing those people out and doing a real good job at that. I mean, I'm sure. How do you? How, the internet is the wild west. It still is to a degree. It's it's a little more. Yeah, uh, handled. Nintendo's almost like a communist version of that, though, right? Where <laughs> they kind of oversee everything on their platform and. They kind of filter out what you they don't want you to see, and it's like even their their store. They could be like, "Oh, there's a really GTA fives on Switch." They're like, "We're gonna tuck this away real dark in that corner, and we're gonna put Mario on the front page here." Well, they always censored a bunch of stuff on previous yeah. systems too. I remember like certain games, like a lot of people don't know this, uh, those Bible games on the original NES. Yeah, those are illegal from Wisdom Tree. Those were made <laughs> no because. Okay, so Nintendo had this thing where they would regulate. I'll do a quick recap. They did this thing where they would go, hey, uh, there's this chip that goes and reads if it's an authentic Nintendo cartridge or not. Okay. And you had to apply. Your company could only submit for, I think it was five, five games to get approved. And that's why that Nintendo seal of quality is on there. 
So what would happen is when the Nintendo or when they would, if you tried to make a game without that chip in there, the Nintendo just wouldn't read it. It was, they had like a copyright block on it. Some dude figured out how to like reverse engineer and hack it. And then because Nintendo at the time in the eighties was still like, Oh, video games are the devil. That was a bad thing for them. That was bad PR move for them. You know, people were like, okay, well we got to figure out how to get in houses and families because the arcade market just crashed. We want to be in homes and earning this money. Wisdom Tree, this company that's like, we're going to make Bible games. Nintendo did not go after them at all. They went after Tengen, who did a bunch of like bootleg games because like there's a bootleg Tetris game that's really expensive. They did like Rolling Thunder and things like that. But Nintendo did not touch that because one of their rules for games was you're not allowed to have uh, religious imagery actually really? in their games. That was one of the rules with the original Nintendo. Interesting. But yeah, they've, they've always kind of censored. And it's like, how do you censor the internet? Yeah. I and, think that's an impossibility. Oh yeah. And having kids, I pretty much have only let them play Nintendo games or Nintendo systems, really, because they've been playing the, the Wii, the Wii U, and now the Switch. And it's like, oh, I have, clearly I have plenty of the bad games and I have the other systems. But as a parent, I still kind of lean them towards the N- Nintendo on purpose. And that's not a bad thing. I... You know, that's kind of why they've always been the sidekick system to me. Like, I've always had, like, a Sony for the most part, and, you know, Xbox 360 for some time. But I always had that Nintendo system next to it. And I was like, this was, like, for the party games. This is for, no matter who comes over, I'm sure we can find something to play. Like, Fortune Street will always take a place on my TV. Because no matter how many other things come out on other systems, nothing is going to beat that experience for that type of game because no one else wants to try to make that kind of game. But you see, when you do that, it's for kids. And you know what kids do? They don't game hardcore and professionally, which is why you've got to get achievements in that gamer score and trophies. Dude, Fortune Street Esports. That's not... (laughs) Congratulations. Like, welcome to the Worldwide Checkers Association. I think that's a thing. That's probably a thing. I probably shouldn't knock... (laughs) There's going to be like one dude. Are you trying to piss people off today? Obviously. That's what I'm here to do. They're going to, they're going to, I like comments on our Facebook, but I definitely don't need those comments. Yeah. Well, I guarantee Yahoo sports is coming after you. People are going to look at my gamer score and be like, nah, he's done enough damage to himself. (laughs) He's level two. (laughs) He only plays overwatch. Yeah. He's not even good. Look at his KD ratio. He doesn't even have all those skins for one character. What a loser. That's true. I should have all of Torborn skins by now. You would think, but man, they just keep coming out with more. Uh, every time. Every time. Every time I, I play a game a year later, I don't even recognize any of the characters because all the skins have just radically changed. It's, I don't know, it's, it's a good thing. But yeah, I guess that kind of wraps everything up for us today, man. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Couch Trolls Podcast. If you like this episode, you can find more on Facebook by searching Couch Trolls or on Twitter at Couch underscore Trolls. I'm your announcer, Canada Sanchez, with Brian doing the sound. Thanks for listening. <laughs>